Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is your girl, Nicole DePole Williams, and you're listening to Just a Radio Network. The Whip Theater is located in the heart of Chicago's Edison Park neighborhood, and aspires to be a one-stop shop for the locals. The Whip started on a shoestring budget and hopes to grow into a local theater the neighborhood can take pride in. Hence the name, Work in Progress Theater. Come see stand-up, improv, kids shows, plays, and much, much more as the Whip Theater promises over-the-top customer service and laugh-till-it-hurts entertainment. For tickets and information, visit thewhiptheater.com and use promo code JKOFF to receive $5 off ticket prices. The Whip Theater, your neighborhood theater. Yo, what's up, everybody? You listening to Q and A with my man Ronnie Ray on Sirius Satellite Radio? <laughs> <laughs> It goes down today. Our guest today is the homie. This cat right here is a staple of Chicago comedy. He's on commercials. He's on movies. He even on video games, y'all. He does the announcement for the Chicago Bulls. He's the king of the pimp prop. The homie for almost 20 goddamn years, Mr. Mars Tim, y'all. Mars Tim is here. Mars Tim is here. Thank you for that. Yes. Get all fucked up. I thought you were going to be like, you know it. Yeah, uh huh. Let's get this interview thing. No. Were we recording? I thought y'all just. No, we're recording. I was just going at it. I was just like, we're just watching y'all build. I, I didn't think he was going to be my pop, pop, pop. Fuck it, we got a robber. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, save it for the recording. No, this is the recording. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Yeah, thanks for that intro. You know how to jump it. That's how we do it. That's how we get chunking up in here. Oh, crunking for nothing. <laughs> Are they still crunking in the streets? Are they still crunking? In LA, probably. I would sit down in Atlanta somewhere. They're still crunking. No, no, they had the little the clown, Tommy, the clown. You saw Rise? You see Rise and shit? Then Tommy the Clown, he. Never no, no, mind. No, man. I'm the only one that saw Rise? Yeah, bro. Get it together. At the beginning <laughs> of Stump the Yard. You see Stump the Yard? Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. The beginning of Stump the Yard, all those guys was in the movie Rise. It was a documentary about okay. um, how that crunk dance was taken off. It was really. Really, really good. Okay, cool. I'm gonna I check it out. I can find an adjective that really define good. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? It should be. <laughs> okay, so it you, should be. But so a lot of those dancers was on there, like. Oh, so you can't good. see. I know it. what you, what it is. You can't see it. That was hot. That was on fire. It, it's, it's old now. You know what I mean? Like ten yeah. years old. So like yeah, it was yeah. really, really good. Oh, okay. I, can't, I can't say it. Like I, it's, it's fire. If I watched it yesterday, like I watched it again. Are okay. they still doing the Harlem Shake? We oh, still, hell no. Are we still doing the Tootsie Roll? <laughs> <laughs> we just going to bring up old hey, ass dances. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, stop playing. I'm listening to XM Radio, <laughs> Channel 47. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Listen to the, uh, what, the, the Q Squad, whatever. Whatever the damn, damn name of the group is. Tootsie Roll, oh, 69 was, Boys, yeah, 69 69 boys. boys yeah. all that stuff. They won a Grammy. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they might have. They, they were nominated for something. I'm like, 69 yeah. Boys, what kind yeah. of shit? Oh, man, he must be. They somebody said 69 Boys. <laughs> no, all good, man. Mark Simmons in the building. Still <laughs> named Ronnie Ray. Yeah, it yeah. was Nelson Rockadella. Yeah, yeah. Sean Williams is over there in the back. Sexy Tommy is behind me. Oh, pretty Tommy. What the fuck is his name? Tommy, <laughs> what is it, Tommy? Beautiful Tommy's here. Beautiful time. Gorgeous time? No, man. You, you making Tommy you sound like a wrestler now. <laughs> AWA, old school wrestling. Is Hogan! <laughs> <laughs> no, we were Mars Tales yesterday, man. We've been friends for a long time, man. When did you start doing comedy, bro? Like, this this cat is all over. When did you start? Um, back in school, comedy. Comedy, you just. 
do comedy. See, that's a comedian. He said back in school, but. Yeah, it's like class clown, you know, getting in trouble doing shit you're not supposed to be doing. You know? Oh, so, so you yeah. were the one getting your ass beat in the classroom well, and your daddy came in there and whipped your ass when you were supposed to be my paying dad, attention. My dad was at work. My mother would. Okay, your mama came off. in and whipped your ass with <laughs> the rolls right. in the head. Right, right, right. <laughs> my mom worked too. She'd come in dressed all professional and shit. like, your mom is so professional and well spoken. And she's like, get your mother. like, damn. Miss Tim, I, I never clowned in school because this other guy clowned so much. His mom got tired of him clowning in the class, so she came to the classroom, like third grade. Ooh. She told him to drop his pants Ooh. in front of the class, <laughs> and she waited for everybody to get in. To be okay. <laughs> we did the Pledge of Allegiance and everything. <laughs> she had this big paddle, and she beat oh. like pow, like oh, I ain't seen nothing like that since Roots. Oh, <laughs> what's your name on? Toby. You can't do that shit no more, though. Yeah, no, you can't no, do that. Like, hey, well, you got their phone cameras out? Yep, yeah, the man. whole class. Second grade kids had their phones out. Be like, mommy, this boy's going to beat, beat Ronnie's friend in the classroom. God damn, Henry Jones. Henry Jones, give me a shout out. I remember you got your ass kicked in third grade. Yep, can't do it no more. So you're the class clown. Oh, yeah. That, that like you know I'm gonna do this professionally. Well, do you see any influence? What makes you say okay, this can really happen? Uh, I was it was high school and I had been just doing all sorts of stuff and I uh, there was this girl that sat in front of me named Angela Bowman and I'd always like tease her and pick on her and bother her and stuff like that and she was directing a play called Pygmalion and uh, I was bothering her and she's like you know what you'd be really good in this play that I'm about to direct. And I'd be like, I ain't doing no fucking ass play. Forget your play. Shut your hairy armed ass up. Damn, Bowman. <laughs> and, and then I went and I auditioned for it anyway, and I got a little part in there, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So and then it just took off from there. Wow. So, man, you went on to high school to be the class clown. Did you do, like, were you in a drama course in high school? No, that was the only play I did. I was doing wrestling and football. And stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was no punk ass play. <laughs> I did I did that one play and that was like around like senior year too and I was just like, alright, that was kinda cool. So college I started, you know, like videotaping stuff and putting stuff out like that and so I was known as like the dude with the video camera that make little stupid videos and stuff like that around school. Wow. And then yeah, just did an access to cable show that I was writing and directing with some friends and from there started doing improv classes at the Annoyance Theater and then got in there doing shows and then got an agent and started doing commercials and it's that easy alright then what was your hardest moment man what was that one part that you really wanted and your agent said no you ain't gonna get that part so they gave it to her please there's tons of parts no no what's the one part that stood out last dance (laughs) roll bounce (laughs) (laughs) I say say last dance because he was in there I think people up for the same part you went up for like three of them or something Uh, I auditioned for it but I didn't it's so long ago. You I walked down like, no, I, I get a check for that. Shit. I know you do. Yes, yeah, so but I remember seeing you in the room like, damn, Marcy, I ain't going to get this shit. And, yeah, I got it. I, got it. I beat Mars out. That's all. Yep. Oh. That that was it. That was the defining. That moment. was it right there. Was, no, because he. I went in my car and I started crying. I had a, <laughs> I had a loaded gun. I put like a one bullet. Gun. I put one bullet in the chamber and like rotated and put it in my mouth. I was like, ah. Russian roulette with myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ronnie came up, knocked on the window. It's all right, man. That was bullshit ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got to grab some on though. <laughs> grab some girl named Carrie. Watch this booty. <laughs> it's gonna be some bullshit. Don't worry about it. But no, that's dope, man. But no, you. Why you? I'm at the question for you. Why you never moved away? Like this? Does it do you well here, or is it something about being anywhere else? Uh, I've always been like, you know, they're gonna pay me to go out there and do some stuff. I'll go out there and and do stuff. So I bounce from. I go to New York and do stuff go to LA and do stuff when there's work out there I'm working on a, an app right now some I don't even know if I'm supposed to be talking about this oh, I just, I just signed an NDA so uh, never mind about that but yeah no I go I go where the, the work is and my family is here so you know so yeah no, stick here with the, with the family and stuff like that and 
Wow. Yeah, no, your, your character's on point, man. Like, I remember when I first, because you were, you were injured when I first joined the Negroes. Mm-hmm. We be Negroes. It's a different episode now. So. Yeah, I'm about to say, you better break <laughs> down because everybody don't know. Now, I, where I met this man, um, I was going in to replace him, and then he wound up, he had a car accident, and they had me come in because I was black in an improv class. So they like, come on in, and they had me audition for like two hours in this place, and they, um, the show was coming up, and they're like, no, nah, uh, you can't be in the show, but you can do the lights. So I'm like, okay. But then before you, we did the show, we went to Kansas City, and um, it was an improv festival, and that was my first time ever doing anything like that. Oh, okay. So I'm on the scene with this guy, and I'm like, I think he's gonna. I didn't know your range. I thought you were gonna go prison with me. <laughs> we're like prison. Uh, we were prisoners. Oh and yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he played like he was um was mentally challenged. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So I'm like, yeah, being in jail is a motherfucker. He's like, yeah. Um, when you gonna start butt fucking me? I'm like, oh, oh. shit. This is <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like fuck this guy. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm like 98. Yeah, I was on like the crutches and stuff like that. I was like <laughs> handicapped kid in jail. This guy, man, super duper. Yeah, you better than me. I went and opened up my mouth and said that. I know it's improv, but you know no, you gotta shock the crowd. Yeah, yeah, you ain't joking. That's been a shot for your ass. <laughs> That's right what there. a punchline is. You don't see it coming. Yeah. Back. Kansas City, they was expecting just a regular uh, jail. Uh, scene, so yes. just like you know, got to mix it up a little bit. They're like, we oh, did. we be Negroes, black people in jail. Ah, I've seen this scene before. Mix you ain't seen up. this scene, That's right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So, so you didn't you didn't move away? So you stay here. So you have you guys have probably I'm, I'm jocking you hard. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. You're your man. So excuse me, but I look up to you. So like, um, you have one of the hottest shows on Friday night in Chicago. If not the hottest show, I'm always there because I get in for free. <laughs> but it's really, really good. So, Pimp Prov, where did that come from and why? Uh, Pimp Prov came from, I was I wrote a show called The Big Kids Comedy Hour. And that show ran for three years. Performed it in New York as well. Uh, and it was funny. And it was only supposed to be an hour-long show, but we always started late. So we'd always end up with like time left over like maybe 20 minutes to to play around with before we had to like pack up for the next show that was coming in mm. and i was like what can i do to fill this 20 minutes and i had a friend whose father was an ex pimp and you know <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so it was just like you know g- great characters great scenes good shows are about you know strong characters and i was like there's no stronger character than a pimp so i was like all right y'all uh, this is the idea. We're going to dress up like pimps. We're going to go on stage and we're just going to like improvise. So the first show was just us standing in line on stage making fun of each other's outfits. And I hated it, but the audience loved it. <laughs> and I was like, this is stupid. And, but it took off. And, you know, the, the shows evolved from there. You know, the, the characters have uh, their own separate intros. So, you know, you get a little bit of background on the characters that we're playing up top. Uh, it's got elements of short form in there, long form. There's some elements of stand up in there, uh, so it's it's a fun time. You know, there's music, there's smoke, costumes. It's like a Broadway musical, yes. Except we say the N word and uh, have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> Warren says it a lot. Yes, he Warren. says it. He called a white dude a nigga. A nigga, sit down. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Warren? Stop. Yeah. But no, what I, I've done the show. Not, not having been a pimp, and the only reason I haven't actually joined because I really don't like playing women. And you guys play women up there, an awful lot. Yeah, we do, and that that was part of the show as well. Is that you you have to take these because we over the years we the show's been going for twelve years. We've had oh, our wow. share of hate mail and hate calls and people <laughs> coming to boycott the show and really? oh, wow. all this other stuff. And it's like, because everybody hears the word pimp, and they immediately like, oh, pimps, these horrible people, and blah, blah, blah. But if you look at it, it's like, we take these characters, and if you put a character, a pimp character who's like this strong, misogynistic, misogynistic character in a role where it's like, all right, I learned this in this improv class, I gotta play a little girl in this scene. Right. So you see this strong, like, angry pimp character trying to play a little girl and that's the fun part of the show in that they have to play all these different characters and it's like oh they took this improv class 
they know that they have to play a tree yes. in this scene, but they hate it. And it's like, <laughs> hey, nigga, I'm a tree. <laughs> so it, it's, it's the way that we, we, we break the characters down and show the different layers of the characters and, and try to show that, that inner struggle of them trying to perform improv as well as you know all the charitable things that the show does as well so right you guys um have you guys give money away yeah we raise money for uh, domestic abuse shelters everywhere that we perform uh we've been doing that for eight years we have a uh uh a thanksgiving a food drive that we do for needy families in chicago so we've been doing that for four years uh that's called our basket of thanks um, and then one of my favorite things that we do is uh, we do a toy drive for kids that live in domestic abuse shelters during the holidays. Mm, so, wow. you know, people bring toys to the show and then we go and we buy a bunch of toys and we drop them off for the kids that stay at the Neapolitan Lighthouse. So, <laughs> wow. Y'all don't sound like pimps at all. <laughs> no. And that's what we try to tell some people. We get people, you know, I had a some dude cause like, yeah, man, how can I be a pimp in your show? <laughs> I'm a real pimp. And I was like, oh, really? Uh, you ever trained a second city? Man, I'm a pimp. No, no. <laughs> I don't think you get the show. Y'all only talk about slapping bitches. I really slap bitches. <laughs> yeah, you like, I, I slapped. Just, just today, I slapped four bitches. Slapped the taste out they mouth. I slapped one. I slapped the second one. I was like, call back, bitch. <laughs> That improv for your ass. <laughs> this is a scene where you don't have my money and I put my foot in your ass. Every scene? No. Yeah. Yeah. Every scene. <laughs> I, I, I've done this show and that show can get wild. Yeah, oh yeah. The audience is kind of like, I've, I've been in nights, it's been like really mild mm-hmm. and they don't laugh, but it's been nice like when it's a birthday party. That yeah. was probably the worst show I've been to as far as like a stand-up. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I, this 15 minutes is too damn long because I need to be off there and not try to hear me. It's the sister in the front was just like yelling and like saying the jokes or trying to guess the punchline before I said it. I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't know how they're going to be able to put up with this. You guys handled it well. I'm like, wow, but she did come up, but all y'all, me by myself. Right. And, and it's hard. <laughs> it's hard when you're doing stand-up. Yeah, it's hard when you're doing stand-up. Uh, the, the great thing about our show is that we are interactive, and we're able to break that fourth wall with the audience and be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, and just totally go in on audience members. And you've been doing it since we've yeah. been, the theater has had a bar. So it, we get a lot. The audiences are a lot more tame because they have to pay for the alcohol there right. at the theater. Before, we were BYOB. The show sold out every night, every Friday night for like five years straight. <laughs> so it was rowdy audience. People would, would bring tables in and set up like bars. They would have Damn. all sorts of alcohol. Wow. They'd bring like coolers in full of jello shots and everything. So we have experience with dealing with wild audiences. We had one guy had a beer bottle in his hand. He came walking down off the stage and threw it at one of the guys on the stage. And luckily the guy like, Picked up on it, like smacked it down. Yeah, man. So we we we've dealt wow. with rowdy audiences, and we know how to to deal with them. No, I, I did. I did one show. Yeah, I did one show with the bring your own bottle. Okay. Yeah, and it, it was rowdy. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, this is ridiculous. Right, I had my paper on stage, and one of the jokes didn't fly, and one of the dudes was like, look back at the paper, dog. I, <laughs> oh wow. It's not getting better. See, see what I'm talking about right there. I don't need your tutelage. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's a wild show, and and we like that. I like to say it's a party, you know. So come on down and be ready to laugh and enjoy yourself. Uh, don't get too out of hand. We're not telling people to come down and just start yelling throughout the whole damn show because it scares the white people that come there to yeah. see the actual theater. <laughs> I, I, we get we get a nice diverse crowd. We get you know we get a south side crowd in there. We get the north side crowd in there. And yeah, you get the west side, yeah. Man. Oh no, we get the west side in yeah, there the too. We, that I'm, girl I'm that kind of heckled me was from the west side. <laughs> yeah, so kids <laughs> you know. in Madison, you ain't got to take the street. It's a nice, it's a nice mix. So you know, you get people that are like, "Wow, is is, is it going to get crazy in here? Do I need to be ready to run out of here?" And then you get people like, "Oh, I, there's points where I need to sit and shut the fuck up." Yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering since because I know where the theater is and it's far north. Have you ever thought about doing like a collegiate pimp to add into your show? 
because you got Loyola, you got Northwestern, you got all these other colleges around. Where's, where's, the, where's the pimp that's in training? <laughs> we had, we have. Seriously, those are the characters. You know, you, we had. Um, you know, no character can say, hey, I got my little nephew over here. He in training. And you just bring him in. It's like, nephew, this, these are the new lines that you learn. Boom. And then your nephew just stand there. And he learns. Because y'all teach him. You must want to be your nephew. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, plug it in for myself. Right. Just asking questions. No, I'm just asking. It's not easy to do because the show isn't easy to do. A lot of people uh, think it is. And we get, a, you know, people throughout the years, we've had a bunch of different people come in and, and sit in and do the show. And it is, there's a learning curve with doing the show. You can mm-hmm. be a seasoned improviser that's been doing improv for years, but there is a learning curve with, with having to do our show. So having somebody just come up and be like a young collegiate pimp mm-hmm. and just, you know. I mean, there's someone that's taking improv classes and everything, but just wanted to put him in and just say, oh, he's just being the collegiate pimp. That's all I'm saying. No. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> he want to come in. I want to show next. Like, you want the pimp for our show? They use the collegiate pimp? No. <laughs> I thought that was going to work. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> thank you, thank you for telling them that. Now it's doing it, Ronnie Ray. We got my man Sean over there. We got Nelson Rockadella. We got Pretty Tommy. Did I get it right? Yeah, Pretty Tommy. Over there. <laughs> and I guess Mr. Mars Tibbs, the staple in Chicago comedy, what I call you. But you don't only do comedy; you do video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do voices for video games. Tell the world what video game you. What's the most popular one you've done? Uh, the most popular one would be Mortal Kombat. I do the voice oh, of wow. Jax in Mortal Kombat. Wow. How did that come through? I know that wasn't like in the Sun Times. Like I'm gonna go. Nope. <laughs> it was voiceovers. The, it was in the Chicago Defender. <laughs> Wanted big black man with metal arms to voice a character in the video game <laughs> with that free bean pie. Um, <laughs> on, bean pie. Yeah, I know. I went. I was like bean pie. Patty Labelle bean pie. Oh snap! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, um, you got bean pies too. Sweet potatoes, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got bean pies, man. Wishful thinking, wishful thinking. I want to. They got some Tina Turner uh, cheesecake now. They do for real. Tina Turner, Tina Turner strawberry cheesecake now. That's all about. I don't. If somebody superimposed that on, that's genius. Because I was gonna go look for it. Why wish you had cake like that cake that uh eat this cake anime. It's called anime in the face cake. Yeah, it's called anime in the face cake. <laughs> you can't help Ike. <laughs> if you die, I'll kill your ass. It's crazy. <laughs> I turn a baby. Die, I'll kill your ass. <laughs> uh, as far as uh, Mortal Kombat right. went, um, <laughs> man, uh, I don't know how I got roped into it. I think somebody, uh, Midway Games was. Uh, here in Chicago, Neither Realm Studios, and I had done like a couple of video games for him before, and got called in, you know, like the secret reading. And another thing where, you know, you have to sign the, the non-disclosure agreement. So we got in this room, it was me, a bunch of other Chicago actors, and they're like, all right, we're going to have you guys read the script for a new Mortal Kombat video game. None of you are going to get a part in this video game because we've just been bought by Warner Brothers and it's being farmed out to L.A., so they're going to have a bunch of L.A. actors do it. Oh, wow. So it was like, cool. So we, we sat around, we did the reading, uh, we got paid, and they're like, all right, y'all, see ya. Two years passed, and I got a call, and they're like, hey, uh, you came, you did the reading for Mortal Kombat. We really like the way you did it. Uh, we don't like the guy that we have in LA doing it, so we want you to do it. Hey, cool. Hey, man. Yeah. So uh, went in, recorded, and, you know, this is a. Uh, this was different for me because this one didn't, they didn't have any of uh, the characters rendered or anything like that. So you're not watching anything on the screen. It's just you in the booth and a bunch of producers and stuff like that going, Ooh, yeah, yell a little harder. Oh, and like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, I like that one. Could you do a real long yell? Ooh, now make a short yell. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that was good. Is this a video game or what? <laughs> yeah, it was like, right. It's it basically like shooting porn. You know? <laughs> and then they're like, All right, that was good. Uh, get some water and then we'll come back and do another, uh, <laughs> do another scene. So, um, and so after that, it was three years after I recorded, and then the video game finally came out. So it was like a five year process Man. altogether. Wow. Okay, God, you, did you ever do, um, what's the one? The, the driving one? Auto, Grand, Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Auto? No, Hannibal Burris did Grand Theft Auto. I know a girl who does the woman's voice. Uh-oh. Um, her name is uh, Winter Heat. 
That's her her thing on go check her out. I used to date her. Like that's her. Said, that's her stage name. That's her, or is that stage her character name. name. She, she's like blowing up on the internet now. She's like, look at my stuff. I'm like, damn, man. like for real. Like, <laughs> I ain't used to smashing food. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but then she all on there just showing it to everybody. I'm like, it took me two dates to get there. Never mind. Winter but, yeah. heat. But she's on there. She's the one. The voices of the women. Boom. She okay. got it. That that story sounds kind of like hers too. So it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They, secret, secret industry uh, video games. So they don't like you talking about this stuff until it actually comes out. Because I guess people steal ideas. <laughs> don't want the word. It was. It wasn't brand new then, was it? Nope. No. Solo's coming back. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Whenever they making one, they don't want you talking about it, and then they drop it on you, and how they marketing people, build it all up, and stuff like that. So yeah. video games. Video games. Tanking. Was it the tank? It was it. Tekken? Tekken? Yeah, I thought that was damn near the same. They, they graphics was just better than me. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's graphics are better than Tekken. I like, I'm more of a Mortal Kombat person than Tekken, Tekken, yeah, Tekken not because too. they uh, paid me. Oh, yeah. They gave me checks, so I'm pro Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Keep buying Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> you still get residual. Is it residual checks for that, or is it just flat out, out buying? Flat out play. Oh, shit. Oh, you balling that week, then. I blew through that cocaine and hookers. I hop on me, mother. That's right. I hop waitresses coming home with me because I'm balling. <laughs> Bring some of that boysenberry syrup. Boysenberry. <laughs> <laughs> what is that made of? I've never had boysenberry. Yeah, it's made in Boys Town, I think. Oh, message. No. <laughs> that sounds. I've never eaten boysenberry. <laughs> Don't eat the boysenberry at that I hop it for. <laughs> Wow. It's bad boys and berries in boys' time. <laughs> boys and berries. All right, so you're a comedian, improviser, voiceover artist, but you have probably the best job to every Bulls fan in the history of life. <laughs> you're the announcer up there. One of the announcers got, announcer guys in, yeah, in the United States. I'm the in-host arena for the Chicago Bulls. Okay, I didn't know the title. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> How did you get that job? Uh, we would love to know. Through my agent. My agent, my agency, hooked me up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but they say, Mars, you know anything about sports? <laughs> no, no. You, but you can talk, right? Yep. Here's your job. I, I seen you <laughs> last night on oh, TV. I had my couldn't find my phone was low on energy, and I'm like, I can't even tape it. And then Derrick Rose did a layup, and then I forgot to. to, to <laughs> well, I saw you on your ABC last night in, in high depth. I'm like, wow, you might gonna be on my show tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah, people were like sending me a bunch of messages during the game, and uh, it, it's, it's a cool job, you know. Uh, it took like two and a half months of auditioning and stuff like that. Yeah, the auditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few different times, you know. One first one was like on the phone, then went in in person, then had to go back into the advocate center where the Bulls uh, practice and stuff, and and uh, run through a couple of the on court games as 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 the host doing it that way, and then. Uh, you know, and I, then it's like a waiting game. I'd have to sit back and wait, and then they call after a few weeks, and I'd go back in, and finally the first preseason game was coming up, and they're like, hey, we want you to come and call the uh, first preseason game, and we'll see if we like you from there. And after I did that game, they're like, all right, we like you. We'll have you come back. So it's uh, – do a lot for them. I do wow. a lot. You you know, pre-production meetings. You know, you can't oh, miss wow. games and stuff like that. So – but I love it. I, 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 one thing I thought, I thought it was like, man, I'm going to be courtside for every single Bulls game, watching every single game courtside. I'm too busy. I, <laughs> I have no idea what the score is until maybe two minutes left in the game because that's usually when I'm done doing everything I need to wow. do. And I'll look up and I'll be like, oh, damn, they're losing her. Oh, damn, they're winning. Everybody gets Big Macs and stuff like that. <laughs> Bring out the Big Macs, son. Bring out the Big Macs, son. Everyone's screaming 100 points. So, yeah. Hold on. So now, look, we, yeah, I got a chance to go to the game. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. And um, you, we were watching, me and my brother were there. And I got a text from you like, I'm about to be being the bull. <laughs> did you put on the mask that day or do you just do the host? And I'm like, did he say he was going to be being the bull? Uh, I'm about to put on this. I'm about to put on the, the hood. Something you about to put on the costume. Oh, I'm like I'm about to be out there in a second. I'm like, uh, I'll find the text. I'm not. Oh, I think well, I'm I'm not Benny the Bull, <laughs> but uh, I know once I put on like a Benny the Bull mask for something, uh, some one of the hits we did, but. Uh, or maybe I said I'm about to be with Benny the Bull. Oh, <laughs> see that? 
<laughs> I'm about to be with Benny. What the hell? <laughs> Reading is fundamental, Ronnie Ray. <laughs> I'm all in the game. Oh, yeah, okay, go. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to be reading the book. <laughs> You're like, how are they standing there together? <laughs> By the time that conversation over, Mars killed Benny the Bull. Yeah, <laughs> killed him and replaced him. Well, I'm glad I didn't get ready to ask the question I was about to ask because you messed up. So I'll just stay right. Oh, here. were you going to ask go, go, go. about Benny the Bull? I was going to ask how much the head weighed. Oh, oh, oh shit! For Benny the Bull, you know that's what. Right, I, right, right. So that's what I was going to ask. But after we just went through this process of, of you know, you know, riff, you know, reading this. Fucking fundamental, you didn't. <laughs> so that's what I was saying, but I just shut okay. up. That's all. Well, well, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how much did Bernie the boy? Wait, just answer this question for me. You don't know. Next question. No. <laughs> you got a chance? Did you get a chance to meet any of the players? Oh yeah, yeah. I was standing on the court uh, talking to Derek yesterday. So cool. <laughs> you know, I'm was out he here t- playing hard. <laughs> 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 we have my teammates and playing hard. That's all he says. That he, he's a lot different when you're talking to him and he's not like being interviewed with a bunch of TV cameras and okay. stuff like that. He hood that. ain't. He, he real hood. Right? Yeah, he, Derrick Rose is like hooks. Derrick Rose is cheating. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I seen him with his hat. He did the sign. I'm like, man, what is this? He all in the picture with people when he's high school. You better get rid of them damn bitches. <laughs> you ain't gonna lose your deal with Adidas. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no, he's... You know, he cool just like talk to any of your boys when, you know, there's no cameras and stuff like that. You, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Talk to Bobby Portis, uh, Bobby Portis, Butler, uh, Doug McDermott. Uh, Powell, Powell's cool. Powell's real cool. Um, now, Taj Gibson, he a cool cat, too. Haven't talked to Taj. Taj is cool. Haven't uh, Taj went through it. I just saw him on, like, uh, ESPN, like, hard times for, like, black athletes or something. Oh, and he was the I first one. Yeah, and he was talking to shoot people. They were killing people, oh, man. Yeah. I'm in the NBA. They called me, man. They killed such and such. And I'm about to go. I was going to actually leave Chicago and go handle it. But my friend was like, yo, my friend coming to jail, like, hey, yo, man, you out there for us. And that was it. <laughs> you got an opportunity. <laughs> it was like the end of a hood movie. <laughs> Times Gibson is the life. Uh, no, Times is cool. Real, real laid back, brother. Tell the truth. Don't sugarcoat nothing. That that was, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing with all of them. When you when you're no. talking to them and they're not being interviewed or whatever, no, yeah. they give you the scoop on everything that's going no, on. I met him at a, a party on the north side with Big Boy Outcast, mm-hmm. and he was there, and just start just talking, just tripping out, you know, telling you know I was working at the station at the time, so okay. so you know he didn't know me, but shit, I made my presence known, and boom, and just this thread had a conversation, scheduled an interview, boom, he was on the air and just had a time, you know. Wow. <laughs> you said they don't show code nothing, so I never told you like Fred Hoiberg is fucking up, dude. <laughs> 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 they said that shit to you like, hey man, can you do something about this motherfucker? <laughs> is he ever gonna get a technical foul? No, because he's too nice. Yeah, he if they have or haven't, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to sign some papers like the video game. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, but no, it's funny though. You know, fans fans yell at me like I'm running the team. <laughs> so I, told, I saw when I saw you the other day, like, man, tell them to get a new medical staff. Right. <laughs> I, I get right on that. Uh, <laughs> it don't make no sense for five players to be hurt at once. I did say that. You did. You're like, come on, man. They need a new medical. Tell them to get a new medical staff. <laughs> Tomorrow, when you sitting down eating with Jerry Reinsdorf, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry like, now. Michael Reinsdorf listening to me. <laughs> He's like, hey, Marcia, what are they saying in the streets? Oh. Well, Michael. <laughs> if you really want to know, <laughs> it's Ronnie Ray. Ray. <laughs> get a new oh. medical staff. Please. <laughs> I'm What's up, man? It was Jerry Ryan's though. Good. What's up, man? Y'all need some oh, damn man. medical staff. <laughs> get them on speed now, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm there trying not to get my own self fired. So, you shit. Wow. Well, hey, well, back to the comments. <laughs> what you thought this was? Back to the no, it's, no, it's all, it's all, we talking about the Bulls. They ain't, they're not paying us. You no, know but hell, they they a joke right now because they ain't even in the playoffs. They're they're back playoff in the playoffs now. They 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 right. they 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 lost. They lost last night. I mean, no, they, they won last night. They right. So but back who, in the who, they, who they who they play next? Milwaukee, Milwaukee on Monday. Oh damn! Oh wait, yeah. This, you know this, you know this is going to be dated, right? This is not coming on. This is not coming on to the playoffs. We don't know who's right there. 
<laughs> some of us will be right. Some of us will be, might be wrong. We, we will find out. We will when find out then. <laughs> They'll be like, Nelson was a soothsayer. <laughs> he knew. He predicted. That's Cleo's nephew. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no, they, they're going to be back. They got the squad back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Butler came back. Butler came Mayor back. Nico back. came back. Yeah. Taz Gibson was back. He yeah. missed the game. So, Derrick Rose not. running. It's crazy. And they his back hurt. No, he got up. Like that. Now, he got up, but he's still holding his back. He but then he on. went down with the layup. Dude, have you? I just the thing okay, is, I, you don't realize how big them dudes are till you down on the court standing next to them. All of them. Aaron Brooks is big too. <laughs> wow. He the baby guy. Yeah, he the baby man. Baby, you big, big and strong. These are professional athletes, man. You get you get ran over. Who who like that? James Harden is a big dude. James Harden run into you top speed. Your back gonna be hurt. Okay, <laughs> who you are. <laughs> Your back is gonna be hurting. Man, a six five, six six against six one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta be a big bull. Six like like muscles everywhere though. That's the oh, thing. Yeah, well, hey. They lifting weights all year, running, getting grabbed by other bigger dudes. You gotta be strong as hell. Having sex with random groupie chicks. Yeah, yeah. You yeah you need to be strong for that one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you be no, no, no. This is told, but it has something to do with the bulls. Back in 97, Michael Jordan had the, the game in Utah, mm-hmm. and they said he was sick. I'm not going to say who told me, but he knew a player from the Bulls. They said Michael Jordan was not sick. They said he made a bet with Scottie Pippen that he could smash like more women than him that night. And he did. That's why he was so tired. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is a hermaphrodite. <laughs> this, this is what this guy said. <laughs> he said aliens work at Chipotle and make your food. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Mike, Mike was worn out from a night of binge whoring. <laughs> still dropped 37 points. <laughs> he was like, take that, pimp. Oh, but carry me off the court, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's He's right. Utah. He was draped over Scottie Pippen's shoulder, whispering in his ear, I beat you. <laughs> 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 I'm like, you a lie, nigga. I went to school with one of the guys on the team. He told me that shit. I'm like, man, shut up, man. <laughs> Sometimes I dream. It's <laughs> <laughs> <He is> me. <laughs> And if I flash more women, you guys seen the Gatorade thing to me. I won't buy your way, Scotty Pippins. Scotty Pippins. Now you got me. Now you got me thinking. Who was on the Bulls team that's from Chicago that knew that information? He's not from Chicago. He's not. The um, guy from LA that I know was, knew somebody. He, yeah, but he was from. Um, DC area, so he could have been from Baltimore and all that stuff. Uh-huh. I, I'm not Craig Hodges. <laughs> oh, wow. oh. I leave it at that. Oh. I'm not allowed to say he, like he you just said. He was gone by then. He was somewhere praying with his Muslim life. Judd Bushler. Oh, man, okay, man. It'd be cool. We're not going to have the yes. whole guessing who, who told on Michael. Hobson. It was Hobson. <laughs> <laughs> it was Granville Wade. It was Granville Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a just start naming that. old bullets. <laughs> Dickie Simpkins. Fine. Dickie Simpkins. O- Orlando Woolridge. Fine. <laughs> Jason Catton. <laughs> Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley. <laughs> Oak would know. Oak, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oak was that. <laughs> Uh, he, he had the scorecard. <laughs> that six women, Mike. <laughs> Bring another one on oh, here. This IV up. <laughs> Take a pair of shoes with you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Leave with a pair of shoes. Right, right, I'm thinking of Michael Jordan. Did you do a commercial with him? I've done uh, three. Three commercials. Wow. Oh, wow. Which, uh, which ones? Hands. Hanes. Hanes? I think they're all Hanes. You're doing drawers commercials? Yeah. Maybe had the t-shirts and stuff. Well, the yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, it was the tagless t-shirts. Oh, uh, which one? The one in the movie theater or the one in the... Uh... No, I no, know that guy. This is, uh, this is one where um, 
this is when they like first came out. They had like a few different ones. One had like a monkey in it. A chimpanzee. I have never been more terrified. <laughs> you ripped your goddamn face off. Yeah, I was standing next to this chimpanzee. They brought this chimpanzee from his trailer in there, and the chimpanzee they had like put a diaper on him, and he didn't want to wear this shit. And he was standing next to me. Another, you don't realize how strong that chimpanzee is until you standing right next to it, and he do a backflip off the thing he's standing on, and like grab with his two fingers on like the corner and flip himself back up because he don't want to be there. And then he he bit his trainer and like took off. Out the back door. Let's go, Coco. No. <laughs> He was like, I ain't having it. He bolted out the back door. They're like, all right, everybody off the set. <laughs> the chip is loose. Yeah. <laughs> everybody off the set. <laughs> Eventually, they had to shoot it where they put his uh, trainer in my position. They put his trainer in my position and shot it with just her and him standing there. And he was like, all right, I guess I'll do it because I know her. But I ain't standing next to no black, oh, racist-ass chimp. <laughs> I ain't standing next to that black guy that in my underwear. <laughs> Motherfucking Nazi chimp and shit. Oh, damn. But no, it was, it was weird because whenever Mike would, like, walk on the set, it, it's like they'd make everybody freeze. They'd be like, all right, Mike is coming on to approve the set. Nobody move. And Mike would come walking in the back door, and he'd walk in, he'd look around, and then he walked back out. And I was just like, what does Michael Jordan know about making commercials? <laughs> like, the lighting isn't correct. <laughs> Get that light fixed. Where's a gaffer? Uh, I need a gaffer. It, it was... I need the boom mic guy over here. You're right. The boom mic. There's a shadow. There's but a hey, shadow. it must work. He has some of the dopest commercials of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And giant hands. He shook my hand. He's like, hey, what's up? And I was like, can I talk to him? Because he's cause he talking to me. Because they were like, don't talk to him. And he was like, hey, what's up? And it's just like, mm-hmm. 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 That's, that's all right. What's I was going to say, you I see went. that monkey? No. <laughs> <laughs> you see that monkey biting the crazy ass monkey? <laughs> but my, uh, one, of my, one of my best friends that uh, uh, also, he was, uh, he was Michael Jordan's double for years. Okay. Uh, Greg, you know Greg Holloman, uh, tall black dude, Strangers with Candy. Yeah. Comedy Central. Yeah, he was Mike stand-in for years, and he did like a bunch of commercials with him. And he said Mike would torture him because Greg don't play ball. Greg is like unathletic. He said Michael would be throwing the ball at him and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, this old big goofy dude. This my stand in. He don't know how to play no ball. <laughs> yeah, so he did that for years and got paid well doing it. Got wow. paid well doing it. Wow. So, yeah, but he was like, Mike was cool. Mike like would give him like clothes and stuff like that. Mike gave him an autographed pair of like Jordans that hadn't even come out yet. Oh, wow. And uh, they came back on the set, and they're like, yeah, we're going to need them shoes from you. And he was like, but Michael gave these to me. And he was like, they were like, no, nah, we don't have to take these shoes from you playing. So they took the shoes. Oh, shit. Mike we saw them like a little bit shoes. later. And Mike was like, what are them shoes that I gave you? And he's like, ah, they came and took them. Mike was like, go in there, tell them to give that man these shoes. <laughs> and then his boys went in there, <laughs> boom, came back. Here's your he, shoes, he man. Said, he said, open it. Go on there, get your yeah. shoes. <laughs> go get that man these shoes. I said he could have them. They got them shoes. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Yep. Well, how did you feel when you saw him? Like, you're, you're a big basketball fan. Oh, so huge like, basketball fan. So, like, to see him is like, oh, shit. A little trickle of pee came out. <laughs> <laughs> kind of happened when I saw Eddie Murphy for the first time. I was like, oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dave Chappelle that came back from Africa. <laughs> big show. And we couldn't go in, so we had to stand outside. Uh-huh. So, we stood at the comedy store, and Charlie, we see Charlie Murphy first. But everybody seen Charlie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> but Eddie Murphy come. I see Sean Robinson from okay. whatever Access Hollywood or whatever, and Eddie like came. We were like, oh, they were Charlie Murphy. Oh, that's that's old girl. Then Eddie came around the corner. We were like, oh, it was like ten of us or oh, ten comics just sitting like. That's the guy who started it all <laughs> yeah. for us. Like you know, we like, damn. Yep. Then I met him again, and I shook his hand, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. With no picture. I, huh? With no damn picture. No, this was like 03 before Camelbones came out like this. So I was like, yeah. But you got one of them like old school like powder things. Wow. <laughs> 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 Nobody moved for 10 seconds. 
because <laughs> the aperture's gonna be open. <laughs> no, I was like, you didn't take a picture. No, they were walking out and like, damn. And then Chris Tucker and, and, and Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill was like, you want a picture with me? <laughs> I don't like you. Get out of here. Like, Get your ass in there, Johnny. <laughs> Rub you the right way. No, it's weird because a lot of people ask me, it's like, they're like, oh, you work for the Bulls? How come I don't ever see you with any pictures with the players and all that other stuff? And it's like, because you're working. You don't want to be like awkward. Yeah. They, they see me like, Every game and stuff like that, and gonna be like, "Hey man, can I get a picture with you?" So, so it, <laughs> and plus they've been losing, so they ain't gonna get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's weird, you know. You're working with them, so you don't want to take pictures with them. But Scotty, uh, Scotty Pippen was there, and he was. I think it was. I mean, it was cool working with Michael Jordan, but I never really like carried on a conversation with him. Scotty Pippen like walked up to me. He saw me and came walking up to me and was just like, hey, what's going on? And started talking to me and shook my hand. And we hung out for like 10 minutes talking. Wow. So that was cool. That was real cool. Oh, See, you should have taken advantage of the opportunity with Michael Jordan. Dan, what the production director was saying. If Michael, if you Michael, got fired. I would have been fired. <laughs> they would have replaced me with that chimpanzee. <laughs> 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 like I told you, the black people don't know what they know. Tagless t-shirts. Yeah, I wrote him a letter. No, there's something the director said. I can't talk to you, but did not say I couldn't write you notes. I'm passing notes to Michael Jordan. Notes that he's like looking at me like, what the? Hell? <laughs> Somebody hey, fire him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I got to be out in Portland when the Bulls were out there. I was out there to do a show, and they were out there to play, and uh, we end up all in the same like restaurant having dinner and I was wearing some of my bull stuff okay. and so uh, the waitress comes up and she's not talking to me and I didn't know I didn't know they were there and so uh, she walks up she's not really saying anything to me and I was just like what's wrong with this waitress I was like uh, can I get some food or whatever and she's just like okay but each time she came back she just wouldn't say anything so then finally I started looking around and I was like oh Jimmy Butler's sitting right there and then I was just like this Doug and and then Stacey King was like sitting like a few booths behind me or whatever. Eating? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Look, I hung out with like Stacy for like two hours that night. And Stacy cool. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. will he will talk. He wants to do some comedy. He talked about comedy. Oh, and I was shit. like, dude, come on out to the show. I get you up, I get you some time on stage. Yeah, he funny, funny dude. Wow. But uh she he finally learned fast. Yeah, he learned fast. <laughs> Get up front at live audience. It's a whole different story. But she finally came over and I was like, hey, the bulls are in here eating. And she was like, yeah, they told us not to bother you all. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, she's like, you work for the bulls, right? I was like, yeah, but we own different pay grades. (laughs) You can talk talk to me. I'm sitting on the right side. (laughs) Yeah. Hey there. While you're listening to this podcast or other Jester Radio Network podcasts, check out yesiamshow.biz and take a look at everything we do. From stand-up trivia to comedy, music, and more. Sign up for our mailing list at yesiamshow.biz. My man Morris Sims is the guest um, talking about the video game career, the stand-up career, the improv career. Are you doing everything you want to do, bro? No. What else is there? <laughs> There's so much more. I, 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 <laughs> you are taking advantage yeah, of life. Absolutely. I, I write. You know, I go out and I uh, pitch TV shows as well. So in oh, the wow. in the process of reworking uh, a show that I pitched called Cop Drama, um, and, and shot with my friend Greg Holloman down uh, from Comedy Central. So we go to Comedy Central in LA and in New York and pitch uh, TV show ideas. So. Right now, I'm reworking that idea with another friend who's getting a head writing gig in New York. I guess I can't say what show it is, no, okay. but uh, she also writes for uh, Triumph Then, so Comic Dog is as well. So It's a woman, though. Yeah, it is a woman. You said she. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll give it away. Yeah. We're going to figure it out just like we figured out. <laughs> Y'all going to try to figure out who uh, told on Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I heard his name the other day on, on Open Court. Isaiah says he's the hardest guy to guard. 
Oh, Steve he Cole. had that stinking leg. He had that crazy leg. He was shaking it. I'm like, oh, oh, you man. couldn't defend that shit? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, That's Z. why y'all got two damn championships. <laughs> That's right. See, damn, pissed it. See, you didn't forget about David Greenwood. David Greenwood. David Greenwood. Well, what's my man name? Hold on. Brad Sellers. Brad. Oh. No, 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 no. What the? Quentin Daly. Oh, yeah. Oh, Quentin yeah, Daly. Yeah. Cocaine Daly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like seven. Yeah. He was caught with cocaine again. Like, damn, cocaine. Damn it. Cuban ball, though. Yeah, he was Cuban ball. Yeah. Oh, man. One guard, baby. Yeah. Sadell so, so 3 2. Oh, damn. He was in the Lakers. He did what? He was at the Lakers. I remember he was in the Lakers. I had the card. I had the sport card. I remember he got carjacked in L.A. That's probably why he played that long. <laughs> that was Jalen Rose, though. No, no, no. Sadell 3 got carjacked in L.A. He got out of his car to go to a payphone to make a phone call. See that shit? Somebody pays me. Somebody pays the deal. Who is that? Everything, so you did you, the writing thing. What you trying? Yeah, yeah, writing, trying to get some shows on on TV. Oh man, so it's rough, man. Rough in Hollywood, though. Yes, it is. It's yes, a it gateway, is. though, because you got now you got who you got more networks, Hulu and Netflix and stuff. So you exactly, can actually, exactly. probably get them on bounce TV. Why yeah. not? Yeah, we gotta be really black, though. Oh right. yeah, <laughs> it's gotta <laughs> be really. Oh yeah, <laughs> and here's the thing, because uh, I've dealt with BET is. Never you, mind. Yeah, you better be hush on that one. Hush on that one. But you know, you you, you get uh, you you find out how everybody likes to work when you go around to these different places, different companies, and stuff like that. So wow, yeah. everybody's different, and you do have to tailor your stuff for that place. You got to research the different networks and stuff like that, the shows that they have on, when they're coming on, how your show could help. Uh, uh, marketing wise and wow. you know advertising how you can bring advertising to the network with your show and all that stuff so mm. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm actually a fan of uh, TV One's uh, what's the, the the Virgin show what's that oh show? Uh, Born Again Virgin Born Again Virgin and it got me with the uh, the TV tag everybody's coming but her <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> you can't put that on TV with kid. But you know what? I'm watching the show because that's Kyle kind of cool right now. Everybody's coming. coming with her. her. Oh, wow. We want to get on the show? I want to get on the show. Can we get her on the show? I can make a call. See, man. He, the roller decks on Nelson Rockadella. That's crazy. All right. We're going to have all kind of people. That's You're right. going to get Sadell 3. On <laughs> he might not be busy. He going to call us from the payphone. And, you know, <laughs> Somebody page Sadell. <laughs> you on the air. Because <laughs> I, I was about to say Sydney Green next, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sydney Green. Sydney Green. Dave Corzine. Dave oh. Paul product. Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. God, man. Well he got that he got that shot. He had that shot like uh, uh Gasol did. Like he, he wasn't that post up guy. Right, like, yeah. But no. Then you look at around the league like it by that around that time with Kareem and Hakeem mm-hmm. Elijah, like, who's this girl we got as a center? Then they went out and got Bill Conrad. My mom loved her some Dave Corzine now. I know it was the hair. He's like, oh, boy, boy, hair. <laughs> Why did he always look like he was 50 years old, though? He was, <laughs> I saw some old David. He's 26. No, he's not. <laughs> Dave Corzine was a Morgan Freeman of basketball. It's <laughs> people who are listening to this like, we don't know what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> look, look him up. Look these names up. Old oh, Chicago Bulls basketball players. I'm going to give me a Granville Waiters jersey. That's why the name came out. No, no, no. no, 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 no. A train. Thank you. I was about to say Artis Gilmore, too. Artis Gilmore. He's he in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Oh, you, you want somebody? I want some scrub. <laughs> you want some scrub? <laughs> I want a Brad Sellers jersey. You know what I mean? Some shit like that. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Dickie Simpkins recently. Oh, yeah, stop yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah, he was at the game. Shaky hand Dickie. Dickie Simpkins, yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. <laughs> How did he get a ring by just sitting on that bench? He all had three of them. Mm-hmm. On the bench. Three of them. <laughs> on the bench. And John Stockton ain't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> That guy, Dickie, Dickie sent me a drink. <laughs> I can't get nothing. I'm John Stockton, bitch. Yeah. Some, have, some have so much, so, while others have so few. Eddie Curry got a ring. Sure. With Miami. Miami. With, a, with Miami. Oh, ain't that a bitch. 
He wasn't even dressed. <laughs> he in street clothes like he watching the game with everybody else. Like, no, nah, you get the ring, dog. LeBron asked for him. Like, come on down. Who yeah. Miami get you a ring, dog? Our test, our test got his ring, too. He got his ring. Oh, yeah. Well, he sold it, though. What? what? He sold it in LA. He's like, I can get another one. He thought they were going to wear it the next year, and they didn't. So he don't have shit right now. <laughs> wow. World be free. World be free. Yeah, yeah. Earl Lloyd. Yeah. Or he, he who loves pandas, is he changed his name to that, too. What? Yeah, he was playing in China and like he changed his name to He Who Loves Pandas. He had his own shoe, which was a panda. He had panda gym shoes. We talking about World Be Free, old school World old Be Free. School. Oh no, not World Be. I'm thinking Metal World Peace. Oh, Metal oh, World Peace. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Be free. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. World Be Free though. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I'm like he changed his name. That's like some Ron Artest shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ron Artest, Metal World Peace. Everybody loves pandas. Yeah, everybody loves pandas. (laughs) Like this, I think it was he who loves pandas or something like that. Our test was special. Yeah, this son of a bitch had a job and played for the Bulls too. No, when he played with the Bulls, he had a job in Circuit City. Are you serious? The The Bulls team didn't work out. Like, wait a minute, you getting a million dollars as a rookie and you worked in Circuit City? I remember something like that. He, Damn, that is funny. He said, I just wanted to make sure I was still always like to work. So I went work, got a supply for Circuit City, and they gave him the job. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I need the game because we got a road trip coming up. Like, yeah. He, he talking about he played for the Bulls. Yeah. I need these days off. Yeah, I, can't, I can't come in to work. <laughs> He's going to pull out an old liquor store calendar of the Bulls. All these games right here. And the red, we're away. We're away in the red. He call it in like I can't come in today. I'm sick. We see you on TV, Ron. You had to play tonight, Ron. What are you doing? Oh, I didn't think y'all watch sports. I think y'all watch sports. <laughs> oh my god! And he said he used to get drunk before the game. Like he go to the liquor store down the street from the United Center oh, and be drinking. I'm like, this guy was crazy. Like really? It's oh, the yeah. West Side. On the West Side. Yeah. And I know the store too. I mean, <laughs> at that time, when the West Side was famous, looking like, real bad. You won't go to the liquor store. Oh yeah, yeah. man, boy, he should have been robbed thirty thousand times. Man, Ron yeah. is wearing them, dog. He, yeah, yeah. Queensbridge, Queensbridge baby. projects. You see that big ass? He like six eight. Yeah, I mean, like boom. Yeah, boom. He, he's one of them solid dudes. You see a lot of them. They're like like thin, tall but thin. Uh, yeah. Who was it? Trevor Ariza last night. Tall dude. Who's the thin. new guy with the bull? Um, Jordan is his last name. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Um, guy from Atlanta, right? Yeah, Holiday. Holiday. Yeah, it's Drew Holiday, Drew, old, yeah. older brother. Yeah, that dude. Who's older brother? Justin Holiday. Uh, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. He's in the NBA. He plays for the Penguins. I mean, the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Not. No, he's not playing the Penguins. My fault. They should have changed the name to Pelicans. World be free. He who loves pandas. It's okay. We all make mistakes. Everybody make mistakes. No, yeah, man. Justin Holiday is a he is guy. skinny as hell. Yeah, like really, they had him playing power for it up there. Like, no, it's not gonna work. Watch he get beat. Bam, he got knocked on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win, Holiday. He the steak, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's cool, man. Yeah, well, basketball is great. My favorite sport. Yeah, I like the way you dribble up and down. Curtis Blow, bitch. Curtis Blow. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics. Go back to teaching Chong with some basketball. Jones. I got a basketball job. Oh, that is ignorant. I got a basketball job, baby. Ooh. Chris Rock redid that with Barry White on the Space Jam soundtrack. Look it up. I'm telling the truth. Oh, oh yeah, I am gonna look that up because yeah. that already sounds like that's funny. Yeah, man. Chris Rock. What do you think about the Oscars, man? Uh, I I like that Mad it? Fury uh, or Mad Max won a lot of awards. I would have picked it for um, film of the year. Um, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio finally got his award. You know, he should have got it for other films as well. I saw The Revenant. It was cool, but I love Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. That movie was strange. You saw it? You saw it? <laughs> I went and saw it. I was like, this is long as hell. I love it, though. And it's wintertime like a motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> like, it is cold for real outside. As soon as I walked out, was my car was covered with snow. Now, now did, you see the, did you see the full, did you see the 70 millimeter roadshow version with the uh, the prelude and the intermission and everything? No, he didn't give me that. I, I went like a week later. I think he had it like the, for the first three days or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know, different theaters had. Still oh, had no, like, I went to like <laughs> that theater's not even there no more. <laughs> Club Hills is gone. Like we ain't doing that shit. We bought the clothes. Man, yeah. let's get to the meat and potatoes of it here, real quickly. What did you think of Chris Rock? Because I loved it. Yeah. My question is, because do you feel that he should have went in more, deeper, cut more? I think he what he did was fine. I thought no, it was perfect. You want him to go in more? I want him no, to go I, in I more. Think he did. Actually, I actually, honestly, I think that he did too much. Like, okay, you got it. When, you hit, when he hit with one of those lines in there, I have to watch it again and know what he said. But he hit with it. Like, okay, that's enough. Just do the show. Everything was black. Throughout the whole thing, and right? It was funny though because white people were so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is right. Yes. See, yeah, because Kim Whitley tweeted that everybody in the audience was very uncomfortable what Chris oh, Rock yeah. was talking about. Yeah. Oh, and he said something. About, uh, yeah, just like we used to. Yeah, we really liked seeing black women get hung. And he looked up. I was like, Oh, oh damn! Yeah. <laughs> You're killing them, Chris. You're killing them. Stop it right there. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna keep talking. Jada Pinkett was on bullshit. Yeah, now. you're right. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. invited. Yeah, no, see, I, I looked at it as like when you're a stand-up and you're dealing with a heckler. Right. You, you, you let that person know. He's like, all right, I see what you're doing. Let's talk about it. I got it out in the open. Everybody knows that y'all on some bullshit. Boom. There it is. But you still got to do your show. And you still right. got to, you know, keep everybody else involved in all that mm-hmm. other stuff. So I thought, it was, I thought it was enough. You thought it was too much. I thought it was enough. And he could have just, you know, they. I thought it was going in more, really. Just, <laughs> no, I see, mean, because I mean, the dynamic of black people are like man, look, three look, dimensions. I mean, it was funny. What do you me. think, pretty Tony? <laughs> <laughs> you got it right now. You got the. You said Tony, uh, <laughs> it's, Tommy. It's Tommy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yell, yell it out every time. Though. We're gonna say your name wrong every time. So you gonna get mad, right? <laughs> Tommy, motherfucker. <laughs> Sick of this bullshit. <laughs> get it right, y'all. Shit. No, that's all. I no, mean, Chris Rock's I mean, think about it. Chris Rock. He brought the 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 Girl Scouts out. They were all black, mm-hmm. and they sold all their cookies. Sixty five thousand dollars worth. I think it was. That's I good. Now, where is that money going? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it reinvested in the community. <laughs> going nowhere but to buy more cookies. But the dumbest thing, Stacy. Oh, Stacy, Dad. That was like, come on, let's, that, that was that was you, you don't do comedy. You don't you don't do stand up comedy. Yeah. You ain't lying. But to watch that is yeah. like bombing my. I saw that I was like, oh, oh yeah, she's she coming out, and I said, oh, because nobody said nothing. Right, nothing. it was yeah. silence. Yeah. yeah, just she was like stuck on stupid. <laughs> I stood up off the couch like, dang. <laughs> I liked it for, for I, I like those weird comedy moments though. That was a weird one. Yeah, even if you don't get. You didn't get a reaction from the audience, and it's just like you bombing on stage. Everybody's talking about that shit, though. Yeah, yeah. Was, so, yeah, so it, it still works. Down. It still works. So, exactly. Then, what was the true meaning? Man? Y'all comics, come on, help me out. True meaning of what? Uh, why the hell her monkey ass was standing on because stage? Because that's talked about in the news, and Chris yeah. Rock was like, "Watch this." <laughs> yeah, I have a phone up here. She's covered on the show just to see. I want to see their reaction. It worked out great for him. You see his face, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And next, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was sitting there because they're all cookies, and it was like an inside joke too. Because the white people didn't really get it. They, that's why they were quiet. They're like, "What, Stacy Dash? What is this have to do?" But black people get it. Yeah, because I looked yeah. on Twitter like, "What this bitch doing on TV?" Right. <laughs> and so in comedy, they always say, "Play to the height of your intelligence." Uh-huh. So he played to the height of his intelligence on that joke. They didn't get it, mm-hmm. but it worked. But they looked it up and they, oh, yeah. they were in the car like, "Oh, this is what he's talking about." Right. Oh, right. she. The black people don't like her. Yeah, right, she well, come out. The... Oh wow. No, no. Speaking of bombing, mm-hmm. give me a bomb story, dog. Give me your worst bomb. Uh. Opening for Eddie Griffin at the Ooh. Horseshoe Casino for thirty two hundred people. Oh, <laughs> oh, break it down, bro. Break it down. Uh, no, no, no intro or whatever. It was just like, all right, you gonna just go out and do twenty minutes. The audience wasn't there yet. You know, the audience, black people, just not showing up. It was, it's a casino, so people were coming in and out. There was, it was just like. A few people sitting up front in this just deep cavernous theater. No intro. It's just like Mars Thames, and that was it. <laughs> that is what the dude said. Mars Thames, and people were kind of like, "Wait, what?" People were still like getting drinks. A few people were sitting down, just like, "Oh, has the show started?" I came running out. I'm all excited and everything. I was like, "Hey, everybody, what's going on?" I'm talking. My face is up on these big giant screens on both sides of the, of the stage. I'm doing some jokes. 
And nobody was listening to me. No one was listening. Wow. Except, wow. like, a few people that were, like, sitting in the front row. And they were enjoying themselves. And they were laughing. But it was just so deep behind them. And people were just coming in, not knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is one. All it takes is one person to be like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> it was a woman, wasn't it? I, I don't know. <laughs> it was if dark. It was, yeah, a masculine voice. No. And it, 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 it was just like... And I was like, all right, it's easy for niggas to boo when they're sitting back there in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> then walk up to the stage, boo. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just, it was like downhill from there. It was just like, all right. Well, it was just like, hmm, I did my job, I guess. It's hard to talk to these people. And it was just like, I think I did like a book about, I did a joke about books or something like that. And, and it just completely didn't go over. <laughs> we don't read, boo. Yeah, I know. I was like, Southside ass. <laughs> <laughs> and so I I was completely didn't read the audience and I should have switched my jokes up but instead I was like you know I was like oh it's a casino and you know shit I'm getting paid yeah <laughs> yeah so, I mean I got paid regardless you know and I and I got and it was fine I still gave Eddie like a great intro and everything like that I got off stage and he just went in on me <laughs> And he just started ripping me. He called me Urkel. Uh, uh, and his boys are backstage like, good job, man. Good job. Good job. Wow. So, wait. Well, all right. Well, got a couple, one But then question. he started yelling at the audience, too. He was like, damn, this show's been going on for like an hour, and you all still ain't here yet. And <laughs> you did an hour? I know. I did 20 minutes. Oh, wow. but he But he was like 30 minutes into his thing, and people were still just coming in. And he was just like, damn, y'all motherfuckers ain't get here to the show. And he's like, we had an opener and everything. Y'all still just coming in? And people just like, somebody yelled at him. They was like, come on, man, pick it up, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> you Michael Jackson, Eddie. Yeah, so it's just like, it's just like well, they rough want, night all around. They want to see the great jokes. Wow. Yeah. All right, well, we're about to close out. Last question I ask everybody. How would you like to be remembered? What's your legacy? What would you want the legacy to be? Nelson, you first. No, 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 no. About <laughs> I see this guy every day. He's here every week. He says legacy every day. Uh, how would I like to be remembered? Yes. Uh, as a guy that worked hard at his craft, I, you know, I try to. I, I, I'm an entertainer. I don't, I don't, you know, I say I do comedy, but I'm an entertainer. I, I like to be able to write, you know, I, I produce, I edit. I'm, I'm able to do everything. But and and I guess taking it more so than than as as like a full entertainer just all the charitable things that I do with with my comedy. So like with Pimprop, all the, the toys that I raise for, for kids, uh, the money that we raise for domestic abuse shelters, the the families that we help with the, you know, our, our Thanksgiving meals, you mean those are the people that will remember you. Sure, you know, somebody will remember a joke and be like, ah, oh, that boy was funny. But somebody was like, man, I was hungry and they gave out food at Thanksgiving. That was cool. Or like, hey, when I was a kid, my mom was abused. We had to live in this shelter. We didn't think we were going to get Christmas. And these dudes, like, you know, got toys and, and, and brought them oh, to wow. us. So That's respectable. Man, that's cool, man. No, I think you're like, yeah, yeah Mars Simmons is funny. He's more than funny. He gives us food, too. <laughs> he gives us a can eat them jokes, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play with them. When the, I can't play with them jokes when I'm sitting here in this uh, domestic abuse shelter. Help me, pimps. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're signing off. Skewing in Ronnie Ray. Nelson Rockadello, my man. Sean over there. Pretty Tommy over here. I'm getting it right. And my man, Mr. Mars Tims. Give it up for him, everybody. Thank you for having me on the show. It's all good, man. Catch you next time. God bless. And stay off the streets, kids, because it's dangerous. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.